0: My father once told me that respect of truth comes close to being the basis for all morality. Something cannot emerge from nothing, he said. This is profound thinking if you understand how unstable the truth can be. From Conversations with Muhadib by the Princess Irulan Welcome to Reading Dune, a podcast where we read Dune by Frank Herbert and talk about it. If you're a Fremen or a first-time reader, this podcast is for you. My name is Caleb Paul. And I'm Evan Diaz. And together, we're going to read the Dune.
1: Yeah, we are. And we're together. With you. If you're watching the live stream, that's my hand on both,
0: both screens. It's very exciting. Stop, you're being obnoxious. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Technology is amazing. Okay. I mean, we do. I if Okay. If somebody, somebody asked a question, to me, totally not off topic here. They asked the question, if I could live in any decade, like what decade would I want to live in? Uh And the answer is 100% right now. Even though it's 2020 currently, but we have it better than everybody else.
1: Yeah. We have these little rectangles that we carry around in our pockets. And if I want, I can use my rectangle to see my mother's face and say, hello, mother. You are far away, but you are also
0: In my hand, in my rectangle. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we got the whole world in our hands. It feels like it's a fun time. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go back at all. This is right here.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I had a time machine, I'd maybe go to Woodstock. Also, you have to be able to get back though with a time machine. Just stay once and then exactly. But like, how many time travelers do you think were at Woodstock? To be honest, I think they were percentage. They were at least (laughs) thirty-five. 35% <laughs> 35% of people at Woodstock were time travelers. That's why they had the big crowds. Right. Exactly. No one had seen anything like that. <laughs> anyway, back to Dune. This is a podcast where we read Dune by Frank Herbert and talk about it. I promise. It's not a time travel idea.
0: Like okay. Um, let's see if you got gotten in for this quote. Although that chapter is so weird. So we know, right? Attack on Arakeen. Shields go down, things come in. We follow Jessica and Paul, right? We follow Yui and Doctor, or no, and uh, yeah, we follow Paul, the Doctor, and the Duke. Mm -hmm. But we don't know about anybody else. Yeah. Um, Duncan picked up Paul and Jessica. Yeah. We don't know about Stufer, and we don't know about Gurney. Right. Um, or Idaho. We don't know about Idaho. No, he picked up um, Paul and Jessica in the desert and then peaced out again.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Remember in the Run! Uh, okay. there, but it's actually Idaho hanging out the side. Right right, Get in. Right, 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 right. And then he dropped them off in the tent. They had their mental breakdown. He has to peace out. Because he has to yep. come back with Yep, kinds. Yep. All right. Last time on Reading Duke. <laughs> That's exactly it. Um... So, we're now with Thufer. Yeah. Mr. at himself. Which is just uh, real sneaky on Frank's part because he
1: ended the last chapter by saying, uh, in that instant, uh, Paul heard the low hiss of a gliding aircraft saw the dark shapes of ornithopters above them. Thufer was sitting in <laughs> and I'm like, no! What happened?
0: <laughs> you you guys, uh, you... <laughs> People who have read Dune know this. You get used to um, cliffhangers. Yeah.
1: That's how it's going to happen. It's like a pattern.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because I know, and I laugh because you don't know. Okay. So, Thufir. What happened with Thufir? What has happened with Thufir? That's a great question. So, the shield went down. He wasn't in Erekeen at right, the moment. He right. was in a... Um, Someplace outside of Carthag. Yeah. Probably with a troop of people. And Shields went down. He probably saw all the ships just coming down from space. Yeah.
1: Through for, through for also, the beginning of this, as the the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of this chapter kind of feels like uh, a scene in a lost episode where it's like person sitting there, they have a little bit of conversation, and then it's like, then it goes into a flashback. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the vibe that I got from the beginning of this. So who is Thufur sitting with here? He's sitting with a Fremen. Ta-da! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, this very strange Fremen. Well, strange to us and, and what, to Thufur. Well, I mean, how many Fremen have we met? We've met Kynes, right? Yeah. And we met Stilgar. Right, we which met, yeah, okay, and we liked them right away because right. they were like. But Kinds was like, kind of a phrase
1: like a he had one foot in, one foot out. It was an accepted Fremen. Yeah, that was the the vibe
0: that he gave because he was too he was too proper. We never met That's like said. Um, um, this is an unnamed Fremen, pure blood Fremen. Yes. All right, so they're sitting in this this uh, cave, right? Um. And let's see, and how it is with twenty men in this cave, half of which are injured, wounded, out of like three hundred that he started the night with, right? Isn't right, what it says. Uh huh. Jeez. So they've been fighting all night. To they got out and they got to this point, and um, they had a thopter with them at one point in time, but it got. Injured, it didn't work, sure. and they had to um, get rid of it. But, okay, so I want to start with um, Thufir seeing what's happening. So the shields go down, and he sees people, the ships entering the atmosphere, and he thinks it's, it's a raid. The Harkonnens are testing. But then the report followed faster and faster. Two legions landed at Karthag, five legions, then 50 brigades attacking the Duke's main base at Arakeen. A legion did send two battle groups at splintered Rock. Then the report became more detailed and that there were Imperial Sardaukar among the attackers, two legions of them. And it became clear that the invaders knew precisely which way to arms to send where. Precisely. Supreme intelligence. Piter's plan worked out to a T about yeah. how to take this over. How its shocked Fury had mounted until it threatened to smooth over his Mantech capabilities. He just got so pissed and shocked he couldn't compute anymore. Yeah. The size of the attack struck his mind like a physical blow. And the size of the attack, um, they say that it would have been, what is it? 50 years of Spice Harvest arrakis to pay for this of the entire profit
1: yes right so like all the side deals all the like stuff
0: on the books everything everything um the entire spice income of arrakis for 50 years might well what he knows of right um to pay off all the bribes and everything else little does he know how much actual spices on arrakis um (laughs) so usually he would think there'd be a full attack there'd be 10 brigades but now there's 100 brigades this is bigger than anything he could have possibly imagined and the first person he blames after realizing his immense failure is the lady Jessica right because he still thinks she's the traitor
1: right Uh, they had that whole conversation he wasn't listening that sucks.
0: Yes, super. Come on, man. He's just got it in his head, and he, and like she, she said in that conversation, like, well, don't let her, your emotions get in the way. And here they are well, getting that's in exactly the way. Exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Yes, and it's, it's probably why after a long night of barely losing so many men, barely being alive. Right. Yeah. Um. And this is where the fremen then kind of turns to him, and I think they met the fremen in there. So it says uh, the fremen says, "Your man Gurney Halleck and part of his party of his force are safe with our smuggler friends." So, so Gur- Gurney's good. Gurney's alive, and then
1: uh, super super thinks so. Gurney will get this hell planet. We're not all gone. So there's like, a hope there's like okay. Gurney made it. But he's probably going to leave, or that seems like an assumption.
0: Seems he, he can leave. Well, it says will. So Grinnie will get off this hell planet. That's what he thinks, but he's been wrong a lot lately. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> right. Paul Paul said in uh, his mental breakdown chapter, like, no, no one's getting off. Right. Because the, if anybody does get off, um, they'll let the Lanzarad and the Car involved and the Emperor is involved and then they're all to attack. So, so they're, like even with the smugglers they couldn't get off
1: if they wanted to. No. Yeah.
0: There no one's leaving. Yikes. Um So yeah. So then how it glanced back at the huddle of his men he started the night with just past 300 of his finest of those only remained and 10 of them were wounded. Jeez. Some of them slept, some just stood up, some were leaned against the rock just sprawled out the last up there the one they've been using as a ground effect machine to carry their wounded had given out just before dawn um i just learned what ground effect means what it's actually a thing it's when you take an aircraft and float, fly it really low to the ground and you make really stubby wings and yeah. then you just go really fast and you can just like save fuel and just like skip across oh. but they usually do it over water because trying to do it on land would kind of Suck because you would crash instantly, right? The minute changes in elevation, right? So they were probably just taking this over the sand and like skipping it over sand dunes trying to get away. Interesting. So, yeah, you're using it as a ground effect that. machine. I know, I just learned that. I was like, holy cow. Um, Frank's time in Vietnam actually helped us out here. <laughs> picture Frank ready, <laughs> ground effect on his
1: typewriter and going into a <laughs> PTSD <laughs> episode. Poor guy. <laughs>
0: anyway, I'm sorry. Hang on. Um, so, there, uh, Howitt had a rough idea of their location, maybe 200 kilometers southeast of Arakin. The traveled way between the shield wall and the CH communities was somewhere south of them. Hmm. The friend across from Howitt threw back his hood, still suit cap, ready to reveal a sandy hair and beard. The hair was combed back from the high, thin forehead, and he had unreadable, totally blue eyes of the spice tight. The beard and mustache were stained at one side of the mouth, tear matted there by pressure of looping the catch tube from his nose plugs. The man removed his plugs, readjusted them, and he rubbed the scar beside his nose.
1: He's just doing all these casual things. that are strange. The yes. Cooper, you know, he's like... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, kind of like ready to talk to him just and hanging like hanging out, just kind of like, oh, let me fix this thing. Okay. Put it back on, you know. But Sufra's like,
0: whoa. <laughs> <laughs> who He's are going, you? What is yeah. what, who are you? Yeah. What are you? And the Fremen just speaks very plainly. If you cross the sink here this night, you must not use shields. There's a break in the wall. He turned on his heels, pointed south. There. It's open sand down to the erg. Shield will attract a. He hesitated. Worm. They don't come often here, but Shield will bring them every time. How it? He thinks. He said worm. He was gonna say something else. What does he? What does he want of us, dude? What was he going to say? Th-
1: that got me with like some very, very heavy curiosity. I have no idea what, the, what else he would have said. I was like, wait. What? There's <laughs> another option? Like what? Ah, that, that really got me. I was kind of reading. like, Wait, what is he? What, do what does he mean? What is he what talking he about? Mean? Is he going to say it?
0: <laughs> I got Frank Reward is just like, no, no, pay attention. He's, he didn't say something here. Yeah um and then how just again he's just doesn't know what to do he's like very stuck and pissed off and he can't he keeps thinking about the sardau car like oh my gosh there's so many things happening and um like he's like i never would have been in my calculations why would i why are they here and the fremen then talks again he says do you wish to go to the smugglers so so far the Fremen, has, like he said, by the way, Gurney's with the smugglers. Uh, don't cross over there. If you do, please don't bring shields. And uh, do you want to go to, this? Sm- like, what are you doing next? Do you yeah. want to go to the smugglers? What's, where do you want to go? What, are, we what doing? are you doing? Yeah. I'm just hanging out here. What do you want to do? And that's where Thupra says, well, Is it possible to go to the smugglers? The Fremen says, The way is long. <laughs> and how it thinks, Fremen don't like to say no. <laughs> I. I told him that was right.
1: okay. 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 So it's a long story, but Caleb and I have traveled the world a good bit in our, uh, don't, adventures. Don't brag, Evan. And there are cultures, especially like in Asia and like, uh, parts of Southeast Asia and like so- South Asia, like India and, and mm-hmm. Nepal and stuff, where they literally don't like to say no. So if you get in a taxi, and you're like, "Hey, can you get me to this hostel on this street?" They'll be like, "Yeah, no problem, get in." And you get in, and they drive you around the city for 3 hours because they don't know where you're going. They don't know like where you want to go. They're like hoping they figure it out because they it's like really shameful for them to say no. And it's hard for us as like Americans and western people to understand, but like that's a very common thing like in their culture and something that as like an expat living there um, you know, the people that we met that are, that are expats there, they got to figure out the nuances of conversation. Like when somebody knows what they're talking about, when they don't know what they're talking about. So like, that just goes to show like, that's a very realistic cultural difference to have um, with somebody in a
0: situation like this, like even in the real world. I mean, yeah. And that's, you're going to see that a lot. It's just cultural differences. They can, the Fremen and through for just miss each other In this whole chapter right. They're they're speaking the same words but differently right. And like not understanding like
1: what, what yeah. Let's let's get into it because <laughs> it's re- like really interesting this the ways
0: that they keep missing each other. But I love how the fremen said that there, there is no no right because if you know you you'll die. You just right. okay sure we just keep moving right. Sure yes we can go there the way is long but yeah we can yeah. It's, okay, yeah. Ugh. So then it said, you haven't told me whether your people can help my wounded. And then the Fremen says, they are wounded. They're wounded. <laughs> and then it says the same damn answer every time. We know they're wounded, it snapped. That's not the... Fremen, he says, peace, friend. <laughs> what do your wounded say? Are there among you who see the water need of your tribe. And how it says, but we haven't talked about water. <laughs> and then the Fremen, I can understand your reluctance. They're your friends, your tribesmen. Do you have water? And how it says, not enough. The Fremen gestured to Howick's tunit, tunic, the skin exposed beneath it. Yeah, You were caught in siege without your suit. You must make a water decision, friend. Yeah. <laughs> and then how it says, can we hire you? Help us. The Fremen says, he shrugs, you have no water. He glanced at the group behind him. How many of your wounded would you spend? Do you know what he's talking about yet, Evan? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, explain, explain. The water, like, in in the
1: the bodies, yes removing the water from the bodies um because like if you're wounded out here don't have much of a chance and so like water is survival so if you have wounded and like he says it later on it's like a wounded man knows when he's like too wounded especially in situations like this so like are they going to make the decision to sacrifice themselves for the betterment of, as he says, the tribe, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. That was a good answer.
0: Sorry. Um, no, that's exactly what's happening. And he, he, I love how he leaves a personal responsibility. He's like looking for the responsibility of like, I, these people have to die. We must need, we need their water to survive. Right. You don't have any water. Do you want me to do it? You do it. Let's have them you, decide. You got to do oh, it. You got to do it. Someone's got to Someone, do it. You don't have water. I'd like to help you, but you can't pay me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? Um, How it doesn't get this. He's not as smart as Evan is here. <laughs> it fell silent staring at the man. He could see as a mentor that their communication was out of phase. Word sounds are not being linked up in the normal manner. <laughs> and I love it. He goes... I am through for Howitt, (laughs) he said. I can speak for my duke. (laughs) I will make a promissory commitment now for your help. I wish a limited form of help preserving my force long enough to kill a traitor who thinks herself beyond vengeance. Right? He's got like... (laughs) no no you're not understanding let me just speak slower so you get it (laughs) I love that they're speaking the same language
1: (laughs) you know when you're like doing hand signals overseas to try to get somebody to understand that you like want a sandwich is one thing (laughs) but like you're speaking the same language fluently and still missing each other at that level is like bananas
0: so of course the fremen doesn't understand what he's talking about and said you wish our side in a you are know, our siding in a vendetta? I think he's like,
1: like Oh, you wish our siding in a vendetta. He's like trying to like I'm put it in yet. his words. And he's like, uh, kinda a vendetta I can handle myself. <laughs> and then, then the
0: Fremen scowls. How can you be responsible for your wounded? They are uh they are their own responsibility. What's an issue through for how it, you must have me take that decision. Would you have me take that decision away from you? He puts his hand on his weapon. Ooh. Like, I'll do it for you. It's okay. You let me know. Yeah. I'll take care of it. And I like says his name back to him. He says, he goes, I am Thufur. <laughs> <laughs> <Water's> Hello, <laughs> Thufur Howard. The water is not the issue, Thufur <laughs> Howard. Don't worry. <Yeah. laughs> How it tensed up. Is there betrayal here? And the Fremen demanded, what do you fear? These people, and they're discording directness. How it spoke cautiously and says, there's a price on my head. The Fremen, ah, uh. removed his hand from his weapon. You think we have Byzantine corruption. You don't know us. <laughs> the Harkonnens have no water enough to buy the smallest child among us.
1: Dude! <laughs> because it's, ah! Uh, the wealth is in the simplest thing. The wealth for them is in the water. They're like, Spice? What spice? You want spice? We got spice.
0: <laughs> we got all the spice. It's like, okay. it's like how does economics work, right? Money, money.
1: You can't drink money. No, we need to drink things. Yeah.
0: God, water is, so cool. is what we need. Water is what we pay for. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we got spice spice means I don't get it. And then how it is still, but they have the price of guild passage, more than two thousand fighting ships, like. Well, how yeah, much? They just spent fifty years worth
1: of this planet's economy on just attacking us. Like, how much more could you want? And he's like, you're still not. It. You're not getting it. You're not. You're not in your still suit yet. You
0: don't know how like vital yeah. the water is. Ooh. So how it then says, "All right, let's come back. We both fight Harkonnens. <laughs> Should we not share the problem as a way of meeting the battle issue?" The Fremen says, oh, we are sharing. I have seen you fight Harkonnens. You are good. There have been times I appreciated your arm beside me. <laughs> and then it say, where my arm may help you. Fremen, the Fremen said, who knows? <laughs> I love it. He says it, <laughs> he says it a couple of times. He's like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Hallett's just like,
1: ugh. Gosh. See how I can help you. You (laughs) Literally, you're a burden at this point. You can't
0: help me. You don't have water. (laughs) You don't have water. Yeah. I can help you if you need my help. Right. Right. The the Harkonnen or the Fremen says, there are Harkonnen forces everywhere, but you still have not made the water decision or put it to your wounded. (laughs) And finally, finally, how it says, will you show me your way? Show me, show me what you would do.
1: Yeah,
0: the, the Eric Keen way. Yeah. And then the Fremen, he sneered, stranger thinking.
1: <laughs> so he's he's doing the same math <laughs> as is doing. Cause like Thufer's like, oh, this guy's not getting it. And the Fremen is sitting there like, stranger thinking. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're literally both in the exact same situation
0: like we are missing each other here how can I help you he pointed the Fremen pointed northwest across the cliff top we watched you come across the sand last night he lowered his arm you keep your forces on the slip face of the dunes bad you have no still suits no water you will not last long (laughs) You are dead unless you do something, pretty much, is what he's saying. Yeah. Um, and then Howard says, The ways of Arrakis don't come easily. And the Fremen says, True. But we've killed Harkonnens. <laughs> and then finally, Howard demanded, What do you do with your wounded? And the Fremen responds, Here it is. Does a man not know when he is worth saving? Your wounded know they have no water. He tilted his head, looking sideways at Howitt. This is clearly a time for a water decision. <laughs> Both wounded and unwounded must look at the tribe's future. Howitt, the tribe's future. He's thinking to himself, the tribe of the Atreides. What, what are you doing? So he forced himself to ask the question he'd been avoiding this whole time. Have you word on the my duke or his son? Unreadable blue eyes stared upward into Howitt's word. <laughs> Their fate. Howitt snapped. Fate is the same for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: literally so funny. It's not, fu- it's not like I didn't laugh reading this, but it's so funny how they're like completely missing each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: fate. What are you talking about? Fate. Fate's the same for everyone.
0: Your Duke, it is said he has met his fate into the Weza- we wena Gaib his son he's in Liet's hands Liet has not said and uh do you know who Liette is um
1: so at first they said that it was like the fremen kind of deity person but then it was implied that Kynes was Liet, right yeah at some point that's that's
0: how much I know... How it only knows the first part of that, so he only thinks that Liet is, could be a deity of... Yeah, some sort. yeah. So it... Should I know more than that at this no. point? No. Okay, cool. No. Cool. There's a whole big reveal coming, you're okay, good. Cool. cool. Um, but yeah, How thinking, like, fate is the same for everyone, so he hears the Duke has met his fate, he's died, as in DePaul, that's in God's hands, this is pretty much what he's seeing. Right. Um, and then it thinks, I knew the answer without asking. He glanced mm. back at his men. They were all awake now. And they'd, of course, been listening, right. because what else are they going to do? The conversation was kind of
1: heating up and getting interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now they were starting to realize that there was no returning to Kaladin, and now Arrakis was lost. Yeah. So how it turns back to the Fremen... And tries to find a a connecting point. Have you heard of Duncan Idaho? The Fremen said, he was a great, he was in the great house when the shield went down. This I've heard no more. This is where he thinks that Jessica dropped the shield and let in the Harkonnens. And then he thinks back to their moment when they were going at it um, in a battle of wits. And he, he thinks that, because I was the one who sat with my back at the door. How could she do this when it meant turning also against her own son? She couldn't. couldn't Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) She couldn't, and she She didn't. Right. But he's got his prejudice so far up, who knows where, that he can't get past it. And then Howitt tried to swallow in a dry throat, but he's not wearing a still suit, so he can't get any water for that. It's just being evaporated. Yeah. Um, but then he said, he talks about to the Fremen again and says, uh, when will we hear about the boy? The Fremen responds. We know little of what happens on Arakeen. He said, he shrugged, who knows? <laughs> and then how you have ways of finding out. And once the, the Fremen is not going to say no. So he right. says, perhaps. Yeah. And then he, and then he poses a question to Thufir. He so says, tell me for Howitt. Do you have knowledge of the big weapons the Harkonnens used? And then how it thinks back to the artillery, the yeah. artillery that was used, is all the the men retreated um, retreated into the caves, and the artillery used to knock them in. Right. To, the, the, the fremen guy says that any man who retreats into a cave, which only has one open opening, deserves to die. Fair, fair. fair. <laughs> um, but we we'll go on that. Uh, Liette wants to examine the weapon, <laughs> so. Howitt was like, sure, why don't you just go take one? And the Fremen says, yes, we took one. We have it hidden where Stilgar can study it for Liet. And where Liet can see it for himself if he wishes. But I doubt he want it. The weapon is not very good. It's poor design for Arrakis. And then Howitt has his brain blown out one more time. You took one? Yeah. It's possible? The Fremen, it was a good fight. We lost only two men and spilled the water for more than 100 of theirs.
1: thumbs up it was great very cool (laughs) fun fun fighting time and then how it (laughs) I love that how it like for the rest of the whole thing how it and like some of the guys are like wait you did what (laughs) yeah are you serious like they're consistently surprised at their like fighting capabilities
0: right and this is casual for them right Um, there's a The rumor that even a Fremen child is dangerous. As dangerous as an adult. Like they're just, you get the idea of savages. They'll just take anybody out. Sardaukar is supposed to be the number one fighters in the Imperium. Right. And there were Sardaukar at every gun. And so they killed a
1: hundred people and only lost two. Holy cow. And then he says he, he right after that he's like, we would not have lost two except for those others fighting beside the Harkons. And that's when he goes into talking about the
0: Sardaukar. And that's when it clicks. He goes, oh, those are Sardaukar? Um, it was a good night in deep. Sardaukar, which Legion do you
1: know? <laughs> He's like a fanboy right now. <laughs> they are good fighters. I would like to fight them again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Sardaukar probably thinking the same thing, to be honest they got their butt whooped <laughs> and then how it's like we we don't we don't know what we don't know and the fremen mused to himself Sardacar. yet they were wearing our clothing isn't that not strange <laughs> he's like <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like trying to get a grasp on the situation which is like uh super understands it like intimately yeah and he's like is that not strange that they were wearing the clothes of the Harkonnen men? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's just
0: a big slap in the face. Like, to Thufur. Yes. And he's uh-huh. how are you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then how it says the Emperor does not wish it known. He fights against a great, against a great house. And he's like, but you know they're Sardakar. And yeah, then how it how it
1: gets emote. Here is like you know Sardakar. And he goes, Who am I? Like, what do I matter at this point? I'm <laughs> just a guy in a cape <laughs> But he said what he says, who am I? And the Fremen goes, You are Thufir Howitt. <laughs> <laughs> you have told me multiple times your name. This is your name, Super
0: Howitt.
1: <laughs> We've established what your name is. It is Thufir Howitt. That is who you are. The best part is I'm
0: siding with the Fremen on this, like yeah. the entire yeah. way. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, we've learned in time. We sent three men to the captive, to be questioned by Liyat's men, and then how it's like. Wait, you ca- captured Sardaukar? Yes, three of them. Only three of them. They fought well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're like, they're, I feel like through is thinking like, I wouldn't stand a chance against a single like the puniest sardau right you captured one and he's like no well oh we only got three of them (laughs) you know (laughs) it's very matter of
0: fact this whole time and then how it thinks back to duke leto's plan which was to like link up with the mouth. We we can make the this place the world good for all people who live on it we can all thrive and then the fremen are such good fighters we could finally beat off anybody who tried to come in but yeah. he didn't have enough time for that plan to fully be realized but of course how thinks that they could have trained them and given them weapons and i i want to argue that the, the fremen don't need their help yeah, <laughs> they, they really don't. You do. I don't know what, how it could bring to any of them at this point in time. Right,
1: right, 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 I mean, maybe like they have, they, the the Fremen have the desert power and obviously the fighting, you know, prowess, whatever, whatever we want to say. But the Atreides had the political side. Right. And not the fighting power. So
0: the two of those together could
1: have made a much bigger uh impact on the imperium as a whole
0: and the atreides had the there was a rumor out there that their fighting for the atreides army was gaining on sartar car like levels. Oh. They're getting really good. Okay. So like howard thinks oh we were so good with the fremen we could be even better. Right. But you know that doesn't really work. Mm. Um and then the Fremen kind of like looks back at Sufer and says, perhaps you delay because you worry over Lizan el-Gaib. If he is truly Lizan al gaib harm cannot touch him. Do not spend thoughts on the matter, which has not been proved. And then Howitt says, I serve the Lizan al gaib His welfare is my concern. I've pledged myself to this. The Fremen. You are pledged to his water? Yeah, he perks out. He's like, oh, you are pledged to his water? Yes, and then how it kind of like glances around, uh, and then says to his water, yes. And then the fremen, you wish to return to Arakine to the place of his water, (laughs) to yeah, yes, to the place of his water. He's like trying to speak, yeah, uh, fremen here. And the fremen stood up, seated his nose plugs firmly, and says, "Why did not say so?" But why did you not say at the first it was a water matter? I'm like, oh, let's go. Yeah. How it motioned for his motioned with his head for his aid to return to the others. With a tired shrug, the man obeyed. And the fremen says, there is always a way to water. And that's when somebody comes running up. Thufer, Archie just died. <laughs> You made them sound so dweeby. (laughs) These are soldiers. (laughs) You do it, then. They look like Lost Boys. But they're coming from a cave. (laughs) I feel like Lost Boys at this point in time. Yeah, fair. Um, The fremen put a fist to his ear. The bond of water. It's a sign. He stared at Howitt. We have a place nearby for accepting the water. Shall I call my men? Um, The aide returned to Howitt's side and said... Thufur, a couple of the men left wives in Arrakeen. There, well, you know how it is a time like this. The Fremen still held his fist to his ear. It is the bond of water, Thufur Howitt, he demanded. Howitt's mind was racing. He sensed now the direction of the Fremen's word, but feared the reaction of the tired men under the rock overhang where they where they understood it. The bond of water, Howitt said. Let our tribes be joined, the fremen said, and he lowered his fist. So then, let's see. With that, with that signal, four men slid down, dropped down from the rocks above them. They darted back under the overhanging, rolled the dead men into a loose robe, lifted him and began running with him along the cliff wall to the right. Like ninjas. Boom, right there. It was, over, it was over before Howard's tired men could gather their wits. And that's when the men are like, wait, what are they going to do to him? Yeah.
1: What are they doing with Orky?
0: And then one of the other guys is like, the Fremen don't bury their dead. Like, they've got this prejudice against what's happening. This isn't, this is a foreign right. well, way of doing Howard
1: it. had just said, like, they're taking him to bury him. Right.
0: Guys. Like, uh, we don't know what's happening. But then the Fremen reassures them that paradise, for sure, for all men who died in the service service of Lizan al-Gaib. Right. Right? I'm like, don't worry. He is in good hands. Um, How its men advanced, angry looks on their faces. One had captured a laser gun. He started to draw. How it Howitz barked. Stop right there. These people are, respect our are dead. Customs differ, but the meanings are the same. They're going to render Arky down for his water. The man with the laser gun snarled. Um, and the fremen says, "Is it that your men wish to attend the ceremony?" <laughs> yeah, he's missing how this is offensive in any way. <laughs> he's like, "You have a water problem.
1: We are getting water. <laughs> what is happening? Why are you? Upset?
0: You want to? You can watch if you want to watch." Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, they're just missing each other completely. Yeah. But the Fremen reassures him that We treat your comrade with the same reverence we treat our own This is the bond of water We know the rights Man's flesh is his own The water belongs to the tribe So they're turning Arky into Jerky Yeah Jerky Water Jerky Arky Arky jerky Slushies Arky slushies Wait, what? Nope They're, They're literally taking his blood out Oh, I
1: thought they were taking the water just out of his body completely
0: Yes, probably through draining of the blood. Okay. Okay. There is a ceremony we're gonna see here that they'll do it, but not yeah. here.
1: Okay. Here's cool. still
0: foreign because we're on like the Howitz side. I
1: just thought they were gonna put him in a thing and spin him around, and all the water was gonna come out, and he was gonna just be a be a little mummy.
0: Um, you could, yeah, that could maybe. They have a place they do it nearby. Well, I guess I'll. Yeah, I don't that too. I think so. Um. But now Thufur is like, well, now will you help our wounded? Um, And then they're like, the Fremen kind of like nods to this. And then how the aide, the other um, Atreides dude comes up and says, are we buying help with Argy's water? And how it said, not buying. We've joined these people. This is where the men kind of murmur, customs differ. Customs differ. (laughs) halfway happy. <laughs> and then uh, how it begins to roll, relax and says, uh, they'll help get us to Errakeen, right? Which is probably where they want to go. I don't know why they would want to go there, though. Because it's blowing up right now. Right. It's, it's obviously not safe. See all the ships have flew down, they're not right. safe at all. And the Fremen said, we will kill our Conans. And he grins, and Sardaukar. He's so jazzed. I literally smiled
1: real big while I was reading that it was like, because it says like he grinned and saw the car like he's so pumped. Anyway, all
0: right. <laughs> he stepped backward, cupping his hands between beside his ears and tipped his head back, listening. He lowered his hands. An aircraft comes. Conceal yourselves beneath the rock and remain motionless. The men obeyed. Howitt or the fremen took Howitt's arm and pressed him back with the others. We'll fight in the time of fighting, the man said. He reached beneath the robes, brought out a small cage. There was was a bird under there. No, it wasn't a bird. It was a bat. Yeah. It's a tiny black bat with blue, within blue eyes.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. The the fremen stroked the bat, soothing it, crooning to it. He bent over the animal's head and allowed a drop of saliva to fall from his tongue into the bat's upward-turned mouth. The bat stretched his wings but remained on the Fremen's open hand. The man took a tiny tube, held it beside the bat's head, and chattered into the tube. Then lifting the creature high, he threw it upward. The bat swooped away beside the cliff and was lost to sight. The Fremen folded the cage, threw up, and thrust it beneath his robe. Again, he bent his head, listening. They're quarter of the high country, he said. One wonders who they seek up there. It's known that we retreated in this direction, how it said one should never presume one is the sole object of a hunt. The Fremen said, watch the other side of the basin. You will see a thing. And then some time passes. Well, let's talk about that bat real fast. Um, yeah. I, I had nothing on that bat. No, but it was just interesting how like they, he dripped the saliva, like the, the presence of water. It motivates individuals, including animals here. Um, my little friend carried his message he's a good messenger day or night I'll be unhappy to lose that one <laughs> and so now they kind of are all watching down the basin and a file of plotted figures emerged from a break in the opposite cliff headed across the sink to how it they appeared to be fremen but a cautiously inept band he counted six men making heavy, going it over the dunes. The ornithopter's wings sounded high to the right behind Howard's group. The craft came over the cliff wall above them, and the Atreides thopter with the Harkonnen battle colors splashed on it. The thopter swooped towards the men crossing the sink, because what Paul said last time is anything that moves, they go after. Um, The Thopter circled once over them in a tight curve, came back for the dust shrouded landing in front of the Fremen. Five men swarmed from the Thopter and Howitt saw the dust repellent shimmering of shields and in their motions, the hard competence of Sardaukar. Ah, they use their stupid shields. The Fremen, besides Howitt, hissed. He glanced toward the open south wall to sink. They are Sardaukar? They are Sardaukar, Howitt whispered. Yeah. Good. Good. (laughs) The Zardaukar approached the waiting group of the Fremen in an enclosing half-circle. Sun glinted on the blades they held readily. The Fremen stood in a compact group, apparently indifferent. Abruptly, the sand around the two groups sprouted Fremen. They were at the Ornithopter, then in it, where the two grounds had met at the dune crest a cloud, a dust cloud, partly obscured the violent motion. So they just, like, popped out of the sand. And ambushed him. Nice. So probably the people running were running to this one spot. Yeah. So that they attracted the Thopter, and they brought it right there. Yeah. So sick! Um, The Fremen, besides Howitt, then says, they left only three men in the Thopter. That was fortunate. I don't believe we had damaged the craft in taking it. And behind... Behind how you hear one of the men go, Those were Sardaukor. Did you? And the Fremen looks back at him, Did you notice how well they fought? <laughs> <laughs> Howitt took a deep breath. He smelled the burned dust around him and felt the heat, the dryness. Yes, they fought well indeed. <laughs> they captured the Thopter, took off with a lurching flap of wings, angled upward to the south in a steeping, wing tucked climb. So the Fremen can handle thopters, too, Howitt thought. On a distant dune, the Fremen waved a square of green cloth once, twice. More come, the Fremen, besides Howitt barked. Be ready. I'd hope to have us away without more inconvenience. Inconvenience, Howitt thought. There's two more thopters swooping from the high in the west in the area of sand, suddenly devoid of visible Fremen. Only eight splotches of blue, the, bar, the bodies of Sardaukar and Harkonnen uniforms remain at the scene of the violence. The Another thopter glided in over the cliff wall above Howitt. He drew in a sharp breath as he saw it, a big troop carrier. It flew with a slow, spread-winged heaviness of a full load, like a giant bird coming to its nest. Uh-oh. In the distance, a purple finger of a laser gun beam flicked from one of the diving thopters and it laced across the sand, raising the sharp trail of dust. The cowards, the Fremen, besides how it rasped. The troop carrier settled towards a patch of blue-clad bodies. Its wings crept over the full reach, began the cupping action of a quick stop. <clears throat> how attention was caught by a flash of sun in the middle of, to the south. A Thopter plummeting there in a power dive. Wings folded flat against its sides. Its jets a golden flare against the dark silvered gray of sky. It plunged like an arrow towards the troop carrier, which was unshielded because of the laser gun activity around it. Straight into the carrier, the diving Thopter plunged. Boom! Oh, kamikaze style. The flaming roar shook the basin. Rocks trembled from the cliff walls all around. A geyser of red-orange shot skyward from the sand where the carrier and the companion Thopters had been. Everything was in flames. It was the Fremen who took out that captured Thopter, Howard thought. He deliberately sacrificed himself to get that carrier. Great mother, what are these Fremen? (laughs) The Fremen then, like, bumps elbows with him. A reasonable exchange. (sighs) One of them for, like, a full...
1: Troop carrier of Sardaukar, probably. He killed 300 people, at
0: least. Right. Boom. Then he started to step out from the rock shadowed concealment. As he he does that, a rain of blue uniforms come over the cliff wall in front of him, falling in low suspenser slowness. Uh... And in this vanishing instant, Howard had time to see what they were. Sardaukar. Hard faces set in a battle frenzy that were unshielded and carried a knife in one hand and a stunner in the other. A thrown knife caught Howitt's fremen companion in the throat, hurling him backwards, twisting him face down. Howitt only had time to draw his own knife before the blackness of the stunner projectile fell. And thus... Dang it! Ends that chapter. That is, like, the
1: most disappointing, like... And abrupt ending to that chapter. Because I just, like, love that Fremen with all of my heart now. And he just, like, boom, dead. Dang it. We didn't even
0: get a name. We just got... No. Unnamed Fremen. And he's probably my favorite character so far. Yeah. He is hilarious.
1: Who knows? Oh,
0: man. <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's our first real glimpse into who the Fremen are. Right. Uh, how foreign the world in the imperium is from their world yeah completely and they don't really care about what happens in the other world they're just trying to survive right um yeah that's nuts well that was a
1: crazy chapter that was genuinely a crazy chapter
0: uh if you want to hit us up on twitter you can do that at reading dune or you can email us any cool comments or things we meshed up or if this is really glitchy uh, reading duneatgmail.com. Yeah. Also, send your favorite chapter or favorite moment.
1: Yeah. Send us a video or an audio recording explaining like, hey, my name's blah, blah, blah. I am from this place. And my favorite part so far has been the
0: dinner party or the... the... When uh, when Thufa realized how much the Baron spent. Right. Like the full realization of the Piter's plan realized. Right.
1: Whatever your favorite part is, we want to... A, we want to hear it. B. We want to put it on the show and have everyone be able to share their favorite part of this year' uh, books so far, and no spoilers, please, because I don't know what's going to happen next.
0: I'll be like, my favorite part's the end one. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, there I, I won't. Uh, I won't do that. I won't do that <laughs> to you <I'm> on purpose. <laughs> 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 it will yeah. definitely be an accident. Uh, but thank you, as always, for reading Doom with us and stay spicy.